Hello, and welcome to Locked on Baylor. I am Corey Boney, fellow Baylor Bear, and your host for Locked on Baylor, a daily podcast dedicated to Baylor Bear fans around the globe. And in today's episode, the Big 12 Conference is in flames in football upset. If you were anywhere in the top 25 for the Big 12 and you played this past weekend, you lost. So we had a episode last week that kind of recapped uh, or kind of did our predictions and how what each game could impact. And basically anything that could happen did happen. And so we'll go over all that. We'll go over all the games. We'll go over what the uh, lay of the land is now for Baylor in the Big 12 conference in football. But before we do that, I'd like to say thank you to each and every one of you. You keep on making this podcast what it is, and I appreciate each and every one of you. There's a few things that you can do. First and foremost, tell all the Baylor Bear fans that you know that there is a daily podcast dedicated to Baylor Athletics with Locked On Baylor, part of the Locked On Baylor podcast, oh, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, excuse me. And also make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and give it a rating and review if you could. It would help out the show and help other Bear fans find it out. So a little bit over the weekend, Baylor football did not play. Uh, we do they do take the field this Thursday, so it's a short week, but they are coming off of a bye. And whoa, we'll talk about it in a couple in the upcoming segments. But games were crazy. Games were unpredictable, and man, it, they were exciting to watch. But did they change the landscape of the Big Twelve? Some say for better, for worse. But we'll talk about all of that here. Um, before we get into that, let's do a little housekeeping with Baylor football. Again, we said uh, this Halloween, uh, October 31st, on Thursday, Baylor will be taking on West Virginia. There are some deals to be had. You can uh, use promo code GROWL at Baylor Athletics to get discounted tickets to the game. So they're looking like they're trying to pack it out. It is a Thursday. People are Majority people will be coming in from Dallas or Houston and stuff like that. So they're trying to entice people, but also people in the Waco area. If you're looking to get to a game, it's going to be fun. It's going to be loud. And there will be trick-or-treating before the game. Whole bars. We're talking whole bars. Not 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 bite size or fun size or shirts. Well, share size are the big ones, but they're full bars of Snickers and all the good stuff from MMRs. So you can enjoy that starting at four o'clock in Touchdown Alley. And also, if your kids are in costume, they get in for free, 13 and under. So they're trying to pack it out, make it loud, make it a really fun environment. And I'm really excited. I'm, I'm going to be, like I said, I'm going to be in costume. So it's going to be a fun, fun environment. I think it's going to be really, really cool. Baylor is undefeated. And like the trend, I think we'll talk about this a little later, but ooh, if, if if Coach Rule needs stuff to motivate his players to be focused for this game, going to play West Virginia, they had it because everyone ranked lost this weekend in the Big 12. So, But we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's talk about the other sports for Baylor in the weekend. Uh, volleyball won. Got back on the winning streak. They didn't sweep, but they won 3-1 over West Virginia, so a good sign getting, getting the getting the Mountaineers accustomed to a loss in Waco early. Uh, so it was good to see. They even had a really good rally at the end of the last set just to close it out. Uh, Baylor soccer. It was senior day for Baylor soccer at home versus Iowa State, and they won 2-0, uh, to zero, so that was great. Also, going back over to Baylor football, we have a second recruit of the 2021 class. We had um, 
Tyrone Brown from Orange, Texas. He's a three-star linebacker. Uh, tweeted over the weekend that he was going to uh, be a part of Baylor Athletics, Baylor football. So welcome aboard, Sikkim Bears. And also, we had a little bit of a change on our 2020 uh, recruit, cornerback Jadea uh, Barron from Pflugerville Conley, was bumped up from a three-star to a four-star. So it looks like he is balling out, and great to see that. So Sikkim Bears to Jadea uh, keep up the great work. So a lot of great things over the weekend, uh, but the biggest thing, the biggest thing is Baylor football. Whoa. It's pumped. If you weren't excited about this game beforehand, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Baylor Bears have a two game. They're <clears throat> undefeated in the Big 12, for one. Only undefeated Big 12 play, uh, team. Two game lead over third place. So looking ahead to getting into the conference championship, which would be amazing. Uh, looking pretty good, but we got to take care of business. And it starts Thursday versus West Virginia. So we need to do our part as fans. Pack it out. Be loud. Be proud. I think it's going to be an amazing game. So don't miss it out. There are there are many ways to enjoy it. There are many ways to get at a good seat at a good price. So remember promo code Growl to get discount tickets. Uh, kids thirteen younger in costume get in for free. So there you go. Um, also, I saw Baylor Athletics kind of tweet something out early um, over uh, late Sunday, early early Monday. Um, it looks like, I don't know, there's there's a little bit of hype that there may be all yells out for this game. So some it, it should be exciting. It should be exciting. We got a lot of things to look forward to this week, short week. So we'll change up the schedule as well. We'll give our keys to the game on a Wednesday, and we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with it all week long. Baylor football, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. But when we come back, we're going to talk about just all the games, all the upsets, and what went down in the Big 12. So don't miss that for a second. Stick around. Stay locked on, Baylor. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, so like I said, all uh, spoiler alert, all ranked teams in the Big 12 lost this week if you were playing during the bye week. Uh, luckily for Baylor, it was a good week to have a bye week uh, because the Big Big Twelve football is up up in flames. It's it's turned upside down over this weekend. Lots of upsets. Lots of uh, I knew there there were a couple games like like uh, K State. I I said that the line was twenty three and a half. I said I think K State plays a close game. I I don't I wouldn't take the over on this or or the points with a uh, OU on this. But man. It was it was a close game all throughout the first half, which I thought, and then I thought, you know, second half, Oklahoma would start to pull away. It was anything but. In the third quarter, K State had fourteen unanswered points, and it got to where it was forty eight to uh, twenty three, and everyone was like, "Well, this game's over." And it just it's just goes to show you, you cannot. It's a good. There's a lot of good lessons. It's it's really good. Good teams can learn from other people's uh, other teams' mistakes. 
uh, just like in life. You can learn from other people's mistakes. My my younger brother learned a lot from from uh, what I did as an older brother. Uh, but this game, uh, you, the OU just has too much talent. You can't sleep on them, and it got really exciting. There's uh, Oklahoma started rattling off seventy yard touchdowns and came back forty eight to uh, forty eight to forty one. And with an onside kick, it was ruled that they recovered it. And it was really close. I was really surprised that they overturned this call. Because, one, it's Oklahoma. And, two, I just feel like... I feel like I've said, said this a lot this week in or the previous weeks. Just a lot of calls have not been getting overturned. There's been a lot of stands for the calls. But even in the college and in the NFL... I was shocked. There were there were in the NFL. I was watching the Broncos and the Colts, and there was a pass interference call that never gets overturned. It got overturned, and then usually they say inconclusive evidence. It was really close, but there was one really good all twenty two uh, angle that showed that the player was about on the. You can't touch the ball within the first ten yards of the onside kick. He was like at nine and three quarters of the way, but he did touch it, and so they turned around, and then it was. Kansas won. That was all they had to do was kneel it out. Uh, kind of wish that uh, they uh, they would have just left it stand, just kind of like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's have more football because it was an exciting game. Kind of wanted to see if Kansas State would uh, be able to hold them, but regardless, they they won. They they scored forty eight on OU. Wow, 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 wow. And then uh, the game, the a big game that I watched was TCU in Texas. I was curious on how Texas would would um, draw uh, come back after a close scare with Kansas, but uh, it was an it was a double digit loss, ten point loss. It was close in the first half, close in the first half, kind of going back and forth, kind of that you would would look like. And really, it was close in the second half. But third quarter, TCU had some big explosive plays, uh, kind of like. OU, Texas has a talent to come back in any game, but credit to TCU. They had the drives, they sustained the drives, and they made the plays that they had to to come across with the upset. And like I said, no, no team in the Big 12 is out of bowl uh, eligibility. So every team is going to play. You cannot sleep on any team right now, especially like, well, like we'll get to is with Kansas. Kansas going in, This is we'll just go right into it. Wow. Kansas, talk about the cra- the craziest play in I think all, all all of football this past week was Kansas with Texas Tech. I kind of had a feeling that Texas Tech going into Kansas this is just the wrong week too with them losing to at Tech uh, at Texas. Uh, it just you didn't know what you're going to get, and it was I thought that it could be snowing. It wasn't the case, but whoa, what a crazy last play to lose a game on they 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 get their game Kansas gets their game winning field goal blocked they return it and they fumble it and then the, and then Kansas gets gets a ball and is able to get into a field goal range for another field goal try and makes it and then Texas Tech loses wow Texas Tech <laughs> no. always focus on on stuff in the past and maybe you need to be looking up things in the fo- future because you just you're just having a really really bad 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 year, but I just thought that their Texas Tech defense would be able to overcome the Kansas offense. Uh, it was it was it was a 
it was a great game. It was a great nightcap. I saw it in prime time. I was like, well, I don't know why they're doing this, but credit to Les Miles. That again, I'm kind of looking ahead, but that is the last game for the Baylor Bears going into Lawrence, Kansas. I think now there's enough things on film that you just know going into the game that you cannot sleep on the Jayhawks. And it's good. It's good that we're not in those trap games. Again, learning from other people's experience, but we need to be focused. We need to be focused for West Virginia coming up. And yeah. And then another one, another game that going back into the 230 hour. Oklahoma State going into Ames. I just think Ames, tough place to play, but you also think that Oklahoma State just like trying to put it all together that they're not going to go down, and that was just the case. They uh, went in two aims, took care of business, played very soundly, um, just played Oklahoma State football, really. And the biggest thing is that their defense really stepped up. They were able to uh, get Purdy into uncomfortable situations and take advantage of that and ended up intercepting him three times, which is not an easy thing to do, especially on the road in Ames. I just feel like that's a tough place to play, no matter what way you look at it, but... They were able to take care of business. Their defense really stepped up, uh, and their offense was able to put up enough points. They ended up winning 34-27. So, like I said, it was a very crazy weekend for the Big 12. It was it was just a absolute massacre if you were in any way, shape, or form favored. And it, it was, re- and in my opinion, it was really good for Baylor. I mean, I think I had always said, I mean, we're talking long, we'll talk, we'll kind of tease this. We're going to talk about this in the next segment, but yeah, just, we're not even going to go there. Next segment, we're going to talk about what all this means. A lot of chaos, a lot of crazy upsets. We're going to talk about what this means for Baylor and the state of the Big 12 when we come back. Stay locked on Baylor. Okay, so upset, upset, upset. It was upsets all across the Big 12, and the state of the Big 12 football is up, up upended for the bet benefit of Baylor. Uh, if, if we're going to look long-term, if we're looking at best-case scenario and how does Baylor get into the playoffs, I don't think that ever changed from what happened. I don't think that anything has changed. I think that Baylor, regardless, regardless, has to go undefeated, win the Big 12 championship game to get into the playoffs. So, I think this is a best case scenario because worst case, if we do, let's say, heaven forbid, maybe if we look, maybe we could lose to Oklahoma and then beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. But regardless of any other scenario other than that, we're not getting in with, with, with out pretty much an undefeated the way that Ohio State looks like, the way Alabama. Clemson will probably get in like and then there's just not a lot of room for error I feel like for Baylor to get in especially this year they love the good the good build build back story of Baylor and what coach rule has done but honestly if you're not undefeated I don't see how the voters are going to let Baylor in so let's take a look at that that's just pretty much undefeated so we got there I think maybe maybe if we lose to Oklahoma and then beat Oklahoma on a neutral field Maybe, maybe they still let us in. But other than that, the biggest goal that I have is just getting to the Big 12 championship game. And it is looking great for that because now Baylor has a two game advantage on third place teams. That's including Texas. That's including Iowa State. So the road to getting to the Big 12 championship game, getting a chance to play, honestly, 
it, it could be up in the air. I mean, th- with with OU dropping, and let's say we do beat them at home, because they are a beatable team. I mean, people, they, like, they, they, they show that they are beatable, especially the way that Baylor plays, the the kind of style that our defense can stop the run and punish you if on passing, because our secondary is playing phenomenal this year. And then our offense can, can sustain drives, can s- sustain plays, air, and running. Running is coming up with Jermichael Hasty and love it. And Ebner should be healthy. I'm hoping that he's healthy. I need to update that. We'll take a look at all the injury statuses for players uh, tomorrow. But it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we have the tools to beat any team in the Big 12. And I, I feel like Baylor can, can hang with any team in the country. So it's really exciting, but yeah, I I would say that's also really stressful. A lot of, a lot of pressure because each week that we win the, each week that the pressure is going to build because we have to be perfect. I feel like to get to the ultimate goal of reaching the college football playoffs, but let's just table that. That's getting a little excited. That's getting a little ahead of ourselves. Let's play. Let's, let's stick to one week at a time football. But we can also take a look at just how the conference is and how, how it looks. We, Baylor is on top. Baylor's on top. We have a big game versus West Virginia. We take care of that. We're looking pretty good. Oklahoma is on a bye week this week, so that's not going to change. We're still going to be at a – as long as we take care of West Virginia, we'll still be at a one-win lead in the Big 12. But, man, it's a great time to be a Baylor Bear fan, isn't it? Sick and Bears if you're with me. We got all it's shaping up, it's shaping up, but you know, it's 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 still five tough games that are ahead of us. It could easily we don't we could, if we if we overlook the West Virginias, can't definitely can't overlook TCU and also honestly can't overlook Kansas to end it all. Man, it's it's a great time to be a Baylor Bear fan. So we have a lot of excitement. We have a lot of excitement. I guess we would say who we just need to take care, win the games that we need to. And then when these two pivotal home games come, we need a huge crowd. We also need a huge, huge crowd for West Virginia. Again, lots of great deals. Promo code GROWL with Baylor Athletics to get discounted tickets to West Virginia this Thursday, Halloween. Let's pack it out. Let's pack it in and let us begin this last stretch of Big 12 play and domination for Big 12 football. I am getting hype, hype, hyped at the minute. man. It's going to be great. Let's end it right there. We got a lot of football that we're going to talk to all week long. Short week. We're going to pack it in with Baylor football. So let's get focused. Let's get down to we, we've got our little crystal ball. We've, we've got our hype on the future. But let's bring it back down to reality. This week we're going to focus on West Virginia and how Baylor is going to remain undefeated, not only in the Big 12, but on the season. It's a great time to be a Baylor Bear fan. We're going to do that all week long, so stay with us, Locked on Baylor. Appreciate each and every one of you. We'll be back tomorrow with injury updates and just taking a look at the lay of the land for West Virginia. A little, little bit of a get to know you with how the Mountaineers shape up as they're coming into Waco, Texas. Again, if you're if you're new to the show, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to leave a rating and review. And then also tweet us out at Locked on Baylor. You can give us any feedback, and also any questions, and we'll read them on the show. Can't wait to get that first question. You can tweet at LockedOnBaylor, and we will make you a part of the show because this is for the Baylor Bear communities. It's for the Baylor Bear fans. So never stop believing. Never stop. Don't stop.
Let's 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 all get it. Sick and bears.